Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Scenario Horror's Heart by Sheldon Gillet. Somebody want to give us a recap? Catch us up? <sighs> we. That's what today's notes say. Is that enough? I thought, uh... I thought that seemed awfully optimistic when I saw it. <laughs> You know, it sounds to me like Anna Solis is saying, yes, I'll do the recap. We. I think she is. No, no, no. I'm sure of it. <laughs> um, so we had a failed effort. Well, we went down to the docks to look at the warehouse, and it was late, but the warehouse was very busy. And it looked like they would be busy unloading whatever cargo they're unloading all night. And so we were going to hang around a little while, but we didn't find a good spot to do that. Uh, so that was a bit of a thing. And then we, the next morning, after we stayed in the hotel, we went to go meet this uh, Victorine man who we discover works for the Vatican and um, is looking for a statue that has a gem or something we didn't actually write that down oh yeah gem that is hidden in the statue and he's interested in both of them uh if we happen to see it it may be with one of the lords apparently and he's there's lots of people that they have looking for it and he just sort of said hey uh but in exchange for that he did let us know that the father was in the verdun psychiatric institute in um here in montreal and we went to look for him there and he was not there by name but we described him and eventually were led down down deep deep in the basement to speak with him uh on the parallel track uh they couldn't uh, some folks we tried to go to the Lavoie mansion and failed to get in because of a lack of being able to speak French as well as the lack of them having any interest in speaking to us. And they went to the Café Minuit, uh, and one of the the man they had left there tied up has since been murdered. And they had a name, uh, Desjardins, uh, who turns out to be a wealthy land developer who passed away recently, and they found we found his lawyers. Um, I don't remember the context of that name, but he was related to the people at the cafe. I mean, well, he's the guy with the knife, or perhaps he's the guy who doesn't have the knife, but um, I think he's related to the knife. That's my recap. That sounds like a reasonable recap. So, uh, Detective DeRose, Mr. Harwick, and Ms. LaForge are at the uh, Verdun Psychiatric Institute. And I believe you all made your sand rolls for seeing the unfortunate condition uh, of, of uh, Father Philip McBride, mm. which is where we ended. Uh, and Mr. Volkov, Mr. Marbury, and Ms. Boone are uh, attempting to put together some legal wrangling to go visit uh, Desjardins, the, or the lawyers handling Desjardins' estate, uh, to try to make a legal argument 
to be able to see his effects. Uh, I know Ms. Boone was very anxious to make that uh, law roll. So why don't we actually pick up? We'll pick up with them because that will be exciting. May I ask a, a quick point of clarification? Yes. When you say they're handling the estate, does that sound like they're like having an auction, that type of thing? Or they're just kind of dealing with I, the effects? I don't know. You'd have to actually go there and ask them. Oh, excellent. So I will, uh, to uh, Pierce and Slava, I will uh, say perhaps if they are in the middle of an auction, your plan of buying would be easier. If not, then... Uh, you know, perhaps the uh, <clears throat> the tact of having ownership due to these library procured uh, legal forms might uh, you might give those a chance. What do you think? Oh, do we have any money for that matter? If such a thing should be needed, um, boys, do you have a uh, good credit rating? Yeah, I don't have a particularly large amount of money. I have, say, roughly just barely less than half the people in the world, maybe, if that's where to put it into a percentage. That's how much money you have? Half the money in the world, yes. I have a 45. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the night, a, a little knife like this should be no problem. Yeah, yeah. Now I have a 45 credit rating. If I may break character. Well, I would suspect that the uh, rich, successful lawyer is probably the wealthiest among you, yes. Okay, okay. So shall we see the situation and then decide... Whether or not to try pushing our noses in here for a claim of ownership or not. Yeah, I think we need to see what the situation is, as you say. It may not even be available. No point in speculating. Slava, leave the way. So yeah, can we find an address for the uh, the lawyers easily enough? Uh, absolutely. Godbold Harrison in Milieu at one 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 Boulevard de Maisonneuvier. You can make your way over there. Take a taxi. Uh, it is kind of overcast and rainy today. Mm-hmm. You look up the the building. It's you know, one of the you know, kind of larger, older, kind of very staid office buildings in uh, downtown Montreal. You can go in the lobby and there's a, you know, sign saying where everyone is. And they're up towards one of the top floors, clearly a successful law firm. As is normal. Make your way in the uh, in the lift. Come out into a very nicely appointed office with the receptionist. Right. 
Bonjour. Bonjour, madame, messieurs. Yes, uh, parlez-vous anglais? Perhaps. Uh, English, oui. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, <clears throat> yes, we are um, some uh, interested parties. I understand we have come to know that uh, this distinguished law firm is um, <clears throat> dealing with uh, the effects of a uh, Mr. Maurice Dargent recently. Perhaps you, we could uh, speak with one of the gentlemen about uh, that matter. Uh, we, that would be Monsieur Harrison. Uh, if, would you like to make an appointment? Uh, does he have anything available today? We were in a bit of a uh, time crunch. Today, today, Monsieur Harrison, very busy today. Hmm. Um, hmm. <clears throat> I looked at Mr. Marbury. Um, what with the auction? What with the auction and all? Oh, the auction, you say? Hmm. Yes, perhaps. That is exactly the type of thing we are we are interested. Is the auction uh, regarding um, certain effects that I of a person I recently mentioned, Monsieur de Desjardins? Uh, oui, Monsieur Desjardins' uh, collections are being auctioned off uh, this afternoon. Ah, well, perhaps you could give us some information regarding that. Maybe. Not necessary to speak to him with uh, Mr. Hardwick. Is there a catalog uh, or anything like that of items? I, I am sure there will be at the at the at the shop at where the auction is taking place, but I do not have uh, the catalog with the estimates. No. Uh, I'm sorry. Where did you say the auction was? Uh, I have not said yet, but it is at the Police Antique Shop. One nine four three route on the dam. <clears throat> I I look to uh, her. <laughs> Did you catch that? Uh, perhaps you could write the address for us and uh, the time of the auction. Ah, oh, we oui, we. Oui. She takes a scrap of paper and writes down Duplis Antique Shop one nine four three rue Notre Dame. Two p.m. Perfect. And uh, what's the hour at the moment? Uh, it's probably what, like 11 a.m. shortly before noon. Okay. Perhaps time to get there and. Uh, well, <clears throat> merci, Madame. Perhaps it's uh, time for us to leave. We can discuss on the way. Unless you have something else. No, I have nothing else. <laughs> I met my associates, ma'am. Madam, mademoiselle. Ah, excuse, excuse. No, no, no. Let's uh, let's head over there. Okay. Definitely. So yeah, on the way, I'll mention. Um, perhaps we should go right there to see what's what as soon as possible, and um, you know, maybe get some lunch afterwards before uh before time. I'm also interested uh, if there will be any <clears throat> known parties bidding against us. Oh, yes. And uh, 
I guess we'll have to see if there's an opportunity, depending on the price, estimated sale price, we might have to raise some funds or take other action. Mm, yes. Um, perhaps these legal forms will come in handy. <clears throat> I've always wanted to stand up in the middle of an auction and say, stop it, and claim that I own the item already. Um, or we can just go and take the item. Before. Just take it? Yes, just take it. We know it is a evil knife, yes? So why don't we go there and take care of it before we risk it in an auction? You may lose it. You may think you're wealthy, but I have seen wealthier people than you. Flava, <laughs> you're such a sweetheart, darling. Um, Perhaps Let, let's yes let's go and uh, see what is uh, what is what. So it's at an antique shop on Rue Notre Dame, which looks like it might put us out by Duplice Antique Shop. Well, is that what she said actually? Yeah, that's what she said. Ah, and that's why it's marked on the map. Yes, I <laughs> yes. expect so. Yes, which by the way, though it's a shame we don't have cell phones, is very close to the uh, psychiatric center. Uh, maybe we'll see each other in the streets. We'll all take lunch at the same time. Maybe we'll see the police chasing you from the auction yes. house as you <laughs> steal the knife. Exactly. This lava holds the knife high in his hand. So you make your way over to the um, to the antique shop. I think so. Okay. Uh, you can see the uh, the. The shop has clearly been cleared for an op for an auction. Uh, there's it's it's a fairly large antique shop. There's a number. Uh, there's a couple different floors, um, but kind of the main front room is uh, fairly large. It's all been cleared out, uh, and there are rows of you would guess at least fifty, if not more, chairs uh, for bidders. Um, there are you know even at at this kind of point, you know, a good two, two and a half hours ahead of the auction, uh, there are a number of people standing around, you know, kind of discussing um, and holding uh, auction catalogs. And as you walk in, you are offered an auction catalog. Excellent. And uh, as we sort of step to one side and <clears throat> thumb through it, do we come across anything that looks like it might be called the knife? Um, so the auction is quite large. There are many, many lots. Uh, and it looks like um, most of the lots are not individual items. Right? So, you know, you know there's a lot that's, you know, a you know, two or three paintings by some particular painter. And then there's another lot that's, you know, a statue and two paintings by some particular artist, right? And then there's another lot that's, you know, three statues and five small paintings and a sketch by some, right? So, you know, they're not selling everything individually. They're kind of broken it up, um, you know, in some, some presumably logical order. Uh, lots number 20 through 24 uh, are described as pieces from uh, uh, M. Desjardins' original collection of fine knives, daggers, and swords. 
Hmm. And do they have viewing at this early hour of the items? They do not. Hmm. Well, do they have an estimate as to what these uh, items might go for? Uh, they do. It run each of lots twenty through twenty four, which I presume would be the ones that you're interested in, uh, run into the few hundred dollars. Oh, so that would be no problem for myself, I would guess. But I guess I'd have to get a line of credit or something. I don't know. Do you carry that much cash on you? No, I don't. That's I, I wouldn't mean. think so. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Full disclosure, I've never been to an auction of this type, but I can imagine that most people don't have suitcases of cash around. Um, are all these cash transactions, and I'm just unaware of that, or are they? Are, no, so, so, what, so what you would do is you would go to your bank mm -hmm. and get a, 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 a bank, a letter of credit from your bank. Mm -hmm. Right. Saying, you know, I have, you know, <laughs> you know, the, the bank promises that this person has X dollars. Right. And then you would spend against that. Mm -hmm. uh, since you don't have a local bank, you would have to go to a local bank and have them, you know, wire down to your bank. Right. So the, mm -hmm. the local bank will still will still extend the letter of credit, assuming that your bank will extend the letter of credit to the local bank. And that's how that works. OK, well, that makes sense. Does that sound like an operation that may be handled between now, just before 12 or so and the two o'clock auction? Two thirty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. OK. OK. So perhaps that would be the uh, the first item, maybe. Uh, <clears throat> one or. Yes, maybe one of you could wait here and see if there's anyone that pops up or anything untoward happens between now and then. Maybe save us good seats and uh, someone could accompany me. Uh, sure, I, I think Slava and I will stay here. You're just going to the bank, right? Um, yes, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess a... Um, a letter of credit isn't something I could get mugged over and someone could take from me. But, um, and if that's the case, yeah, okay. Uh, okay, so Ms. Boone makes her way to the bank and Mr. Volkov and Mr. Marbury are staying at the antique yeah. store? Yeah, okay. but uh, like I, Slava, hey, I want to, let's take a look around and maybe we can find out where this stuff is being held and stored and maybe we can get a look mm -hmm. at it. Yes. Oh, that you you don't. That's that's easy to that's easy to see or to know. Uh, it's being held in the back rooms. Are they are they secured? Like, do we see uh, guards? Uh, yes, there are some security guards about. Do we want to maybe check? Is there an alley? Could we? Maybe you can slip mm -hmm. in the back. <laughs> yeah, I can try that. I, I I don't believe I will fit in the window, but I, I will give it a try. Why not? Okay, so Mr. Volkov and Mr. Barbary are going in for some thieving. Um, Ms. Boone heads to the bank. 
Uh, let's cut over to Verdun Psychiatric. So, Detective DeRose, Mr. Harwick, and Ms. LaForge, you are in a small uh, padded cell. Um, Father Philip McBride is on the floor in front of you. He, uh, the doctor is standing just outside the door. Uh, Father McBride, of course, I mean, obviously there was a sand roll involved, uh, looks quite a mess. He's missing an ear. He's missing a couple fingers. Uh, he's clearly you know, been beaten. He's been stabbed. He's been burned. Um, you know, he is not completely naked. He's wearing just kind of a simple uh, hospital shift, and he's just kind of curled up in the corner, you know, weeping and moaning to himself. Father, what has happened to you? He seems to ignore you. I do not know who we are or who he is. Yeah, I'm, does he seem to recognize us at all? Uh, if he does, he's not making any obvious uh, sign of it. He's completely ignoring you hmm. at this point. Seems like a man with such beautiful ear should be treated with more respect. Got that right. Hi. Um, has the know? diocese been told where he's at? Uh, the Vatican told us where to find him. Find him. Right. Did, Detective, did you know him? Do you know him? I must confess I knew he was here. I um, am not a parishioner. Oh. Okay. Huh. Well, we have much to talk about when we're done here. But uh, in the meantime, so I will get down on my, uh, you know, it's that squatting position you do, like when you're talking to a small child or a puppy or something. And, Father, Father McBride, it's, it's me, Percival. Can Can you hear me? Here, my my ear, my ear, my oh, ear. Yes, your beautiful ear. Yes. Father, Father, do you remember your name? Name. 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 Yes. Yes. Your name. Names. Names. Too many names, too many names, too many names. Mm. I will turn my head and ask it towards the others because this seems to be going nowhere at an alarming speed. You're asking us something? Oh, I'm just said? looking at you to see if you have any oh, suggestions okay. of what to say to him. I'm um I so I player don't I would be happy to roll my little bit of psychoanalysis to see if Anna Celise has any um, psychoanalysis. Would, psychoanalysis would be the perfect role to make. It seems so unlikely, but well, I did in fact make it zero eight oh. under ten. Nice. Wow. Um. Yeah. So you if. You know, you you certainly know that you know if you want to um, 
you know, help in his healing and, you know, get him, you know, restored to himself. That's obviously a, you know, that's, that's a long game to play. Uh, he's not going anywhere uh, soon. That much is obvious. Um, you know, but with, you know, quiet, careful, and patient coaxing, you know, in six months to a year, maybe you could see some progress. Uh, you also happen to know if if your goal here is to get a reaction out of him, then you could directly ask him about what happened to him because, you know, specifically like... Push that. Push names, places, because you know those things, right? You have those buttons you can push. Yeah, so I was just about to do... Ask him about Robert Lowell, so... So yeah, so I will say to you, uh, I think you are on the right track. Just you, uh, it may it may prolong his eventual treatment, but we may get some information from him. Father, father, the the last that we we knew of you, you were at the the open book. Did did Mister Robert book. Lowell do anything to book. you? Book, 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 Law, Law, yes. Lords, blood, blood, Lords. Make a dodge roll. Yeah. Well, uh, not even close. <laughs> um, he comes flying out of his crouch at you, um, you know, trying to grab at you, and you kind of you kind of fall backwards uh, away from him. Uh, he clearly has you know no strength left, though it's you know it. He, you know, there's there's no way he can do anything to you. He just kind of face plants on the floor. <laughs> as you, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, somebody embarrassingly fall back on your ass yourself. Oh. Um, it, that's that's quite enough. That's quite enough. I must ask you all to leave. No, I'm, I'm afraid not, Doctor. It's it's uh, we we need information from the father. It's of grave importance to the church. Spot hidden rolls. Ninety-five. 27, normal success. Uh, when he leaped forward at uh, Mr. Harwick, mm-hmm. he dropped a he dropped a crumpled piece of paper that was in his hand. All right, I will uh, reach down and pick it up while uh, Harwick argues with the nurse, oh, yes. the uh, attendant, uh, the doctor, the doctor. I'll pull out my badge. While they both argue with the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, detective, I'm sure you are aware you have no particular standing here. If you would care to arrest these people, if they would refer, if they continue to refuse to leave, I would appreciate it. We are trying to catch the people who left the poor father in this state. Do you really want to interfere that investigation you can see he is in no fit state to talk to anyone at the moment right but in the meantime there's um somebody who's eating out there maiming and torturing helpless priests would you like to make a law role detective derose sure i can make the (laughs) role Oh, I have lots of luck to spend. 
<laughs> I like I'm just going to tell you that you're you're in the wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As long as as uh, Miss LaForge picked up the scrap of paper, maybe we can uh... learn something. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Perhaps, uh, Detective, um, we might uh, try to talk to him again in a few days when he will have recovered a little. That would be just fine. Well, given my 95, I did not see her pick up the piece of paper, so I'm curious why we're leaving, but okay. Uh, well, I've then, learned to follow uh, Miss LaForge. Uh, I hope you will be well. May uh, Sankuti look after you. And the thing uh, out of him. Um, he he smiles briefly for a moment. Yeah. The doctor escorts you out, locks the door, and shows you to the exit. All right. Um, uh, yeah, so when we're outside, I'll see what I picked up. Uh, you picked up a crumpled piece of brown paper. Um, you, when you look at it, the um, so it's crumpled, but clearly before it was crumpled, it had some creases in it as well. Mm. Specifically, four creases on one side, which is the side that all the creases bend towards. Uh, there is a notation written in pencil. And that notation is C12-336. Okay. And on the other side uh, is in um, is typeset in a language that none of you speak. Can we recognize romance language? It's not Latin. Uh, it is clearly not Latin or anything derived from a, Latin. And it's using um, standard Roman letters? It is not. Ah, you can okay. all make an idea roll. So it might be ta Tibetan. Yes, I spent a lot of time looking at the Tibetan dictionary, but it still rolled a 94. Hard, ID, hard success on idea roll. Uh, that's true. You did spend a lot of time with that Tibetan uh, dictionary, Mr. Harwick. Yes, it is written in, it is Tibetan. Uh, this was the father drops this as he tackled you. I'm not sure. Uh, this looks like that books that we saw, but written here it says something in pencil. Are there um, license plates, or is this a phone number model, or is this some other sort of thing that a 1920s person would recognize quickly? Uh, it does not appear to be. It, you do not recognize it as a license plate or a phone number. Okay. Uh, it would be a you, Canadian zip code. 
Uh, it is not oh, no, that has more letters. Canadian zip code. Um, you you made a hard idea roll, Miss LaForge? Yes. Yep. Um, looking at, you know, having kind of the typeset on one side and the creases and the way they go, this looks like a book cover. Ah, okay. And it occurs to you that you have a book without a cover of about this size. Okay. Ah, this might fit the books that uh, you got from. Was oh, it the one that the bookseller gave us, or was it the journal? Yep. Okay, perhaps the the books that was given us by the bookseller was the book. Well, it fits it may fit this cover. Maybe it is important. Hmm. Indeed. Well, let's uh, let's go back to the church. That's where it is. Yes. Yes. Let us do that. Uh, the three of you can make library use rolls. All right. Nope. Um. So you don't you don't obviously recognize you know the C one two so forth you know as as anything, um, but you do it is similar to. A card catalog number. I thought about that. The Dewey Decimal. Yep. Let's uh, yeah, um, run by the library. Yes. Perhaps it is a, a library. We should stop there and look. So you're headed to the library? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, let's cut to Ms. Boone at the bank. Yes, sir. Asking for a line of credit, and you give them your bank information, and wires are are made. Make a credit rating roll. Uh huh. Fifty out of forty-five, and the luck is oh so low. <laughs> this might be important. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, before before you spend the luck. Okay, thank you. You'll, you'll, I mean, you have money. Yes. Right? This is not a question of whether you'll get the line of credit or not. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a question of how much you'll get. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how fast it'll take. And how fast it'll right? take. You know, okay. is this going to be a twenty-minute transaction, and you can get back in time to join? You know, Volkov and Marbury in their criminal activities, you know, or, you know, are you just, you know, maybe not get, maybe not quite as much as you had hoped and you'll get back just in time for the auction to start. Okay. In that case, we'll take the, uh, the fail. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll me a D4? D4. Uh, four. Low, low, low. Uh, three. Okay. Uh, you will eventually get a line of credit for $300. Okay, uh, but and... there appears to be some there's there's some discussion uh, mm -hmm. between the the bank manager and they're they're having to wire back and forth. Um, while you're in the bank, would you make a spot hidden roll, please? Mm. <laughs> I meant to do that when I left. Uh, that is a let's see if it's a hard. It is not a hard. It's a normal success. Okay. Um, you know, and kind of given that you're, you know, you're, you'll be there for a few hours, right? Mm -hmm. um, you, you notice um, that the, 
um, uh, the the bank vault where the safety deposit boxes are kept is sealed. And you have seen more than once a customer come into the bank uh, wanting to get into their safe deposit box and being turned away. Is this by any chance the uh, bank that we have the key to the safe deposit box box to? Who knows which bank that is? Well, I thought we knew because it was written on a key. And the uh, the <laughs> I thought the hold up there was the uh, the disagreement about whether to go to the bank or not. <laughs> the answer is yes, it is. It is. It is. And it doesn't seem as if anyone's. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So they're, they have sealed it and no one is going in. Hmm. Is this, um, how close is this to the auction house? Like, is it? I don't know, 10 minutes walk? 10 minutes walk. 10 minutes walk. Hmm. Hmm. I will uh, mention this as I have uh, plenty of of time there with uh, someone that I'm speaking with. Um, If... uh, you know, it'd be possible to uh, leave some personal items in the uh, in the safe deposit box since I'm here. Uh, no, I do apologize, Madame. Our uh, vault is being renovated at the moment. Renovated, and it seems odd. What? Uh, never heard of a vault being renovated. What happens to the things securely held at the time of a renovation? It seems a bit outrageous. Oh, just some updates, some uh, security improvements. Psychology roll. Yes. Uh, 85 is a fail. Oh, well. I wonder if I could push that somehow. Uh, what the consequences might be. Uh, the consequences of pushing that uh, line of questioning forward would be being thrown out of the bank and not getting your line of credit. Did I pass any other banks? <laughs> <laughs> there certainly there are other banks in Montreal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How uh, how close am I getting up on time? Um, let's say it's one o'clock. One o'clock. Yeah. And there's an hour left before then. Yeah. Ah. If you don't get it from here, you're not getting it. You're not getting it in time for the auction. Not getting it in time for the auction. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like living that dangerously. I've had a few close, but no cigar rolls already. So. <clears throat> yeah. I'll just, uh, hmm. Perhaps I can make a spot hidden as an alternative to see if they're seeing like an over a preponderance of uh, security guards around in the area. Um, security. There seems to be a normal amount of security. Mm-hmm. There's definitely and um, uh, listen, well. 
Listen. Oh, yes, I passed it. There was normal success. Uh, what you don't particularly hear is a lot of construction going on. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, I will uh, <clears throat> corrupt and make some uh, comments about the uh, quality of a bank that would inconvenience it, uh, its customers unnecessarily and uh, await my <clears throat> await my possible money uh, okay let's cut over to mr volkov and mr marbury so i'm gonna go sort of towards the back without making a fuss but i just want to maybe attract the attention of any security people so that they're looking at me instead of at Slava. Um, so you can certainly go towards the uh, the back. Um, you know, through there's like a doorway uh, through which you can you know absolutely see there's you know stuff set out on tables, organized into lots with numbers you know in front of them, and there's you know a, there's um, you know maybe half a dozen. Um, you know, people kind of going around polishing and cleaning and, hmm. you know, straightening and, um, okay. So I see a know, lot of people in there and yeah. And the, uh, you know, there's, there's a security guard in front of the doorway. Uh, so that that's far enough, sir. In French. He says uh, I just, French. I, oh, I have no idea what he's saying. I was hoping to be able to preview some of the items that we're going to bid on. I say this in just English, not even trying. Uh, no, no preview. Uh, auction, two o'clock. <sighs> All right. It, it basically looks like there's no way Slava is going to get into that room without being seen. Uh, you 100% believe that to be the case. I guess uh, he will see that <laughs> himself as well soon enough. Yeah. I guess I, I, I'm trying to, so I feel like I was gonna look for a window outside this place, not yep. inside the room. Okay. Yeah, cool. go around so the will, back alley will... kind of thing. Yes. Yep. You can absolutely go around to the back alley. There is a door. There are windows. Mm -hmm. um, can I make sense of uh, what windows should uh, go to that room? So they were uh, holding the absolutely. The yes. Okay. Is there a way for me to break in through that window? I know you you told uh, Matt no, but I want to he I, I want to see it from the outside. Well, you you can absolutely break the window. It's a window. Throw throw a brick <laughs> throw a brick through it. You've broken the window. Um, you know, is you you know kind of you, you can kind of peek in the window and look, and you can see. Yeah, you know, there's you know there's another kind of big storeroom back here. You can see you know all of 
the items kind of laid out, you know, on tables, organized into lots. They all have numbers in front of them. Uh, you know, and, you know, there's a good, you know, half dozen people moving about back here, um, you know, cleaning and polishing and, and uh, you know, clearly getting everything uh, looking its best uh, in preparation for the auction. Okay. So I'll go, I'll, I'll go back inside. Um, that's fine. Um, so a lot of people in, in that room, I don't believe I can break in right now. Uh, maybe when the auction start, uh, I can give it another try, or maybe you can. Maybe, but right now I think there's just no chance of us getting in there. So, mm. maybe if people were distracted by something happening here, you know? Uh, it's certainly possible, but there's an awfully lot of large number of people. Ah, yes, I noticed that. Okay, we'll have to go with the plan of buying this from other rich people. Then if they buy it and we cannot buy it, then we'll have to steal it. I don't see well, any other way. We can always follow them, mm -hmm. see where they go. Yes. All right, well, I, I have no other ideas but to wait for... Uh, mm -hmm. Or to come back for Miss Boom. Okay, uh, the two of you can hang out there as you know additional people, um, you know, start coming into the auction. Uh, let us cut over to Team Library. We're headed to the library. It's about noon for uh, for you guys. Maybe a few minutes after. Should be easy enough to just look it up in the card catalog. Yes. Uh, library use with the bonus die. Regular success. Say, library is not the detective's um, strong point. Uh, if this is in, extreme success, sorry. Uh, it, if this is indeed a card catalog number or a book code of some kind, it is not from this library. So I was going to ask the librarian actually, rather than just going and looking at the catalog, Ooh. see if uh, they recognize it. Uh, they do not. Okay. What about at the bookshop? Maybe this. Yes. Is, um. Some way of organizing the books there, it is possible. It could also be the Vatican has its own system as well. Mm, yes, they have a library too. Well, I, perhaps we should start with the... So did we go to a public library or like the one of the universities? I would assume the main Bibliothèque de Nationale. Okay. 
and even at the reference desk, they don't have any. They can't give any any info on that. Uh, they do not recognize okay. those numbers or or that notation. A system, okay. Well, then it must be private. We okay. know that McBride was in the bookshop when. Yes. Well, let us go look. Let's go look. It seems that the door has been open for some time. Uh, you make your way back to the bookshop. Uh, the door is open. Safest city in the world. <laughs> well, I mean, aside from the occasional um, beheading or be-earing. Uh, it, is, <laughs> it is still dark. There's no one here. Okay. Um, if necessary, up, we'll buy time. a flashlight, but we will... Make sure we have some light and go in. Okay. And From the books then, on the shelves, do we? Can we? Oh, and then out? and then yeah, and then look around at the at the codes, see what we can see. Look for a uh, a desk, a book, uh, a ledger, a record book, a library book, something. I mean a. Uh, a library book. Well, pick a book off the shelf and see if it has yeah. pencil writing on the inside. Uh, library use. Nope. Normal success. Um, yes, you can clearly find uh, a that you know, from the other items uh, in the bookstore, um, C12-336 uh, definitely seems to match the uh, organizational structure of the books here. So the real question is whether this is that book or a reference for some other book. And I guess I'd like to see if I could find where that book would be, the C12-336 book. And um, I would start, I was there when the book was taken, so I maybe will direct that somewhat. Cool. You were here when the, oh yeah. Yep. yep. Great. Um, oh yeah, and you know about books. Yeah. <laughs> you know books know about and I know books. libraries. Yeah. Uh, yes, so you can certainly find, and I apologize for the noise, it is raining quite That's hard sore. here. Awesome. <laughs> uh, it's raining in Montreal too, so there we go. Perfect. <laughs> um, you can certainly find uh, shelf C12 and make your way down it to book number 336. Uh, so shelf C12 seems to hold a number of kind of very large, uh, heavy, old tomes. You make your way down to uh, book number 336, uh, and it is sitting there on the shelf. Uh, it is a uh, large, heavy, um, leather-bound manuscript uh, with uh, kind of stiff board covers um, covered in leather. And there is a title on the book, and the title is Livre de Vom. Oh, wind? 
What was the question? V-E-N-T. V-E-N-T. Sorry, let me put it in the uh, chat here. I-V-O-N. Oh, Devon. I'm with you. One of the famous ones. Ebon, perhaps even. No. If you were to translate that into English, you would translate it as the Book of Ibon, yes. There it is, okay. Oh, this chat, gotcha. Do you recognize this, Mr. Harwick? The Book of Ivan, Ivan. Uh, I guess, can I roll a cult on that? Uh, you may. That's a hard success. I could make extreme. Let's do it. That's an extreme success. Very nice. Um, so yeah, you've definitely heard of this. Uh, the Book of Ibon. Um, as a an ancient tome uh, written sometime uh, in the 13th century. Uh, this particular one appears to be uh, handwritten uh, in French. Huh. Well, that's, so, uh, and do I know anything? I guess I know it's old. So this is the 13th century, 1200. So this is this predates any of the history we've been discussing so far. Uh, no, not really. Okay. 13th century, I think, kind of fits in with... I have to look at the timeline the crusade again. Crusade stuff? Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, that's right. It was... Right, that may be Crusades-ish. Yeah. Well, perhaps this is... Um, is there... So it's dark in here. Well, we should find ourselves a, a cafe and see what the book... Has in it. I, I know only that this is an old book and uh, will be some hard reading. Where's the owner of this shop? He has Why been missing for uh, many days now. Hmm. Yes. We believe he may have been the one who inflicted the harm on the, uh, the father. At least it's a possibility. Certainly his, his space, that's what used, we think. Yes. And... I give them a raised eyebrow and follow to the cafe. Oh, we've seen that look before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so to the cafe, and Ms. LaForge is going to start uh, skimming the Book of Ibon. Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll go ahead and get some of that out of the way here. Uh, you can lose a D4 sand. Okay. That is three. Uh, you can give yourself an additional 12 mythos. 
Those are my first 12 somehow, miraculously. Okay. Um, and, you know, you can kind of, you know, kind of skimming through it, you can kind of see, you know, where, you know, some of the pages have been, um, you know, maybe dog-eared in the past, you know, have been, you know, there's probably, there's probably even a couple bookmarks <laughs> you know, left mm -hmm. in the book. Um, specifically in, in two sections. One section talks about uh, a ritual uh, to call forth um, something, a some kind of elephantine creatures that it names brothers of of Shanarvan. Okay. And the other page that seems of particular uh, interest describes uh, a particular ritual knife known as the blessed blade, the blessed blood, the blessed blade of Tsang. Blood. Which it describes as a a special um, a knife or a dagger of some kind uh, that is able to steal the life force from a person's heart. Oh, great! Let's cut back to the auction. <laughs> Uh, just a few minutes before two o'clock, uh, Mr. Volkov and Mr. Marbury, the room is is nearly full. Uh, presumably, you have saved some seats, as as Miss Boone uh, described. Uh, she comes, kind of jogging into the room, possibly a little breathless. I will uh, see them and uh, approach quickly. Hey, boys, we've got a problem. What's that? I'm really worried. Uh, can I look around with maybe a spot hidden roll to see if I um, notice somebody? We've come in contact with an awful lot of people. Or um, if not someone that I have seen, excuse me, previously known or met, um, perhaps someone who looks particularly, I don't know, I guess a dock worker, of course, would be a stretch, but someone who looks like, they belong to something like, say, a um, a lord with a uh, white flower or something like that. Uh, spot hidden roll. Ah, no, too crowded. <clears throat> uh, there's a lot of people here. They all they're all you know quite well dressed. Obviously, there's no dock there's no dock workers here, right, uh, right. as you pointed out. Uh, but yeah, you don't particularly see anyone that you recognize. Okay. We uh, discussed the heart before, right? And I'll kind uh, of uh, keep my voice down. Sure. Maybe sit between the two of them and have them kind of lean on me. So the heart is the one that was dug up by Father McBride and got us all here to begin with. We, yeah. One of our uh, group, Father... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, sorry, Randall. <laughs> uh, was took that heart 
and he put it in a safe deposit box of a, of a bank nearby where I happened to go get the credit. There's something wrong with the safe deposit box. They wouldn't tell me what they're redoing. They, they claim they're redoing the safe deposit box, but there is no construction going on. They say they're increasing security measures, so I can't figure out if maybe someone stole it, someone's in there stealing it right now, or what. But I think we have to assume the worst. And I just hope the money I was able to get is enough and that this knife here is important enough that will make that uh, it'll make the uh, the heart unnecessary to whatever they're trying to do. I was wondering, we, we're dealing with very dangerous people. So why don't we just let them have the knife and then we follow them and then we take the knife. So we don't have to buy it and we don't risk it buying it ourselves and then we will see who is behind the knife i think that makes sense i think the safest bet is still to get it perhaps we can separate so they don't see me with you and um so i think <clears throat> of you uh, well all right i like slava's idea because i think if you buy this even if you succeed uh they're gonna come after you and i'd rather have the element of surprise on our side than on theirs but well, I, go ahead. whatever you feel is right i still think this is the safest bet i think you know both uh both techniques at once like i said if you were to <clears throat> perhaps slip away from me right now if i do lose the knife um it'll be clear who's bidding against me right and if i do lose the knife then they won't necessarily look for you. They'll be looking for me. Great. You can, uh, you can do what you do best. If not, then I think having the knife would obviously make me a target, and you can still come and take care of them. I don't mind being bait, and I'll pat the big purse that I carry with me that holds uh, the hand cannon Stanley bought for me a while back. Oh, Stanley. What do you think? Yep. Sounds like a plan. Okay. I'll stay here. You go to the walls or something and we'll separate. Uh, the auction begins. All right. The, um, the first few lots are, you know, kind of paintings and statuary and, and art pieces and, you know, they, they go pretty quickly, you know, for, for moderate amounts, you know, $50, $75, couple hundred dollars, hundred dollars, you know, not, you know, nothing that particularly catches your, your eye or your interest. Um, lot number 16 comes out, um, <clears throat> and <clears throat> it is a, uh, a small wooden snuff box and the auctioneer, Announces that uh, lot number sixteen, the uh, the dust of Sullivan. Uh, if anyone care to begin the bidding at uh, ten dollars, do I? Yes, sir. Ten dollars. You can all make uh, mythos rolls. Mm. Oh, eighty-four. 
I may have or to change a, that dice. Well, or or a cult rolls. I'll take a cult as well. As in we could try both or just yep. one dice? Yep. Okay. Great. So what's the base for a cult? I think I got I got a ten, so I believe I passed. The base is five. However, uh, I have a twenty five and I rolled a sixteen. So we still have somebody. Okay. Mr. Okay. Barberry, did you roll better? No. No. Okay. Uh, so, Miss Boone, you recognize the dust of Sullivan as being a corruption of, or perhaps a mispronunciation of something called the dust of Suleiman, uh, which is known in occult circles to be um, a very a, a powerful magical component. Although, since you missed your mythos role, you don't know exactly what it's for. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of the other people in the room, though, apparently do, uh, oh as God. the bidding immediately shoots up uh, to a hundred dollars, and then two hundred dollars. Before long, it's at five hundred dollars, and eventually, this small snuff box containing the uh, dust of Sullivan sells for a thousand dollars. Oh my god, I'm not going to have enough money. I was going to say I was going to try to drive up the bidding, but uh, that's a bit too risky. The um, <clears throat> A few more lots. Make, uh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, can I yeah. make note of the, uh, the winner? Uh, you may. Okay. Uh, it appears to be a, a middle-aged, kind of a dour-looking middle-aged gentleman in a tweed suit. Okay. I'll keep my eye on that one. Um, uh, the uh, lot number 19 is sold off, and then the uh, auctioneer announces. And the, the last items of the day are the knife collection of Monsieur Desjardins. Uh, the, his collection is quite extensive, so we will be auctioning it off in five lots. Uh, lot number one contains a number of swords from various regions and areas of the world, and the, it's kind of you know pulled out. And there's, you know, a dozen swords of different shapes and sizes, and um, you know, uh, origins. <clears throat> and uh, you know, it, 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 it's it, you can make a history roll if somebody wants to. Give it a go. Although a 92 won't tell me anything. Okay. Um, that lot is uh, auctioned off. It goes for $250. Okay. Uh, lot number 21 comes out. It is also a collection of swords from various eras and origins and, and styles. And uh, it goes for $300. The um the writing on the knives that uh we or the knife that we do have no we, there were multiple knives used in the attack uh, under Cafe Minui yes uh, we determined the origin of that as well right like the original Tibet. language Tibetan Tibet. Tibetan okay I'll be keeping an eye out for anything that looks like that as well as paying attention to the bids okay. Uh, Lot number 23 comes out. 
And it is announced as a collection of ceremonial daggers. Mm. And your attention immediately goes to one of them. As it is a very jagged foot-long blade connected to a handle of black leather with dark red stamping. Um, the, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, each, each is, you know, each of the daggers is kind of picked up and shown around, uh, and you especially, Miss Boone, recognize, uh, that imprinted on the butt of this particular dagger, dagger, uh, is a seal that is nearly identical to the seal that, uh, uh, Lucien drew in the room mm. on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are words in what you absolutely recognize by now as the Tibetan language carved into uh, the blade. And the auctioneer, uh, we will start the bidding at $50. $50. Do I hear $50? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. $50 to you. $60. $60. Do I? Ah, yes, ma'am. Sixty dollars to you. Does there seem to be a a um, heightened stir, like it was before with the snuff box? I all three of you make a spot hidden roll. Mm. Ah, all the zeros. Uh, oh no, it's a hard success. On ninety-four, so it's a failure. Um, Mr. Marbury, as soon as this lot came out, somebody standing near the back of the room by the door left the uh, left the antique store very quickly. Okay. Um, out the front door. That is correct. Okay, I'll uh, I'll make my way outside. Follow him. Uh, give me a dex roll. Sure. 54 is uh, just a regular success. Uh, okay. Uh, you can, you know, kind of push and push and, and bump, but, you know, don't, don't bowl anyone over. Make your way to the door through the crowd uh, out onto the street. <laughs> and you can see him uh, down at the end of the block turning. You can see a gentleman uh, at full sprint about a block away turning up an alleyway. Oh, that's interesting. All right. So what I'm going to do is actually uh, wait outside near the door, keeping an eye on that street, where the alley where he went. Mm-hmm. But ready to go inside at a moment's notice. Okay. Back inside. $70. Do I hear Yes sir. Yes sir. $70 to the uh, to the gentleman. Um $100. 100 Yes, $100 to the back to the lady. 150. 150 sir. 150 to you. 150. Yes, yes, back to you. Uh, Madam, $200. Judy, yes, two hundred dollars to the madame. And what was my line of credit? Three. Three hundred dollars. Yes. Okay. Is the uh, the man in the tweed suit made a move yet? No. 
No, the bidding the bidding at this point is between two people. Uh, one of them is an elderly gentleman uh, with somewhat of a um, you know kind of a, a stiff uh, you know kind of uh, you know big whiskers you know stiff posture um, clearly looks you know military or ex-military probably mm-hmm. old enough that it's ex-military mm-hmm. uh, and the other uh, is um, a, uh, a a rather plain looking uh, middle-aged woman. Okay, I don't think um, it seems to be rising fairly quickly, and I don't think I will uh, be able to bid if I just go gradually with them. So I think at this point I'm going to jump ahead to my uh, my full amount and try to sort of shock them, raise my hand, and say three hundred. Three hundred dollars to the American. Make a power roll. Pow. I don't like the sound of that. Oh, but I do like the look of an 04, which would be an extreme success. 350. Do I hear 350? 350 to the gentleman, to the lady. Yes, 350. Going once, going twice. Sold. $300 to the, uh, to the American. Excellent. And the, uh, <clears throat> the lot is taken away uh, to the back. I will immediately move to see if I can collect it before the, uh, or I guess do I know that I'll have to wait until the whole auction is over, or can I uh, you, you know that you have to wait until the auction is over. Okay. And then kind of, like, kind of all the non-winners leave, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And then the winners kind of, you know, one by one, you know, collect, pay up, mm-hmm. this sort of thing. Yes. Um, Mr. Marbury, you can hear the, uh, the auction finishing up, uh, inside. You can see, uh, you know, people are starting to file out, uh, and, uh, a truck drives up and stops about half a block down the street and half a dozen rather rough looking gentlemen get out of the truck and clearly attempting to look more nonchalant than they're actually being. This Okay, as soon as like two or three rough-looking guys get out of this truck, I'm going to go inside. Okay. Rush inside. Yeah. And find uh, Steve's character and... Did you get the knife? There's a bunch yes, of guys yes. coming. we got to get out of here. Quick. We have to go collect it. Is it, or are you still in the middle of the auction, or is it uh, wound down? No, the auction is over. Okay, great. I will see I, if I can. Uh, I motion sort of... Slava to head towards the door. Do you know if there's a back way? Uh, yes, there's a way out. Okay, okay. I will. Uh... So, so what is the situation right now with the rest of people here, GM? Are, are people leaving already? Uh, most of the people are, 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 have filed out. You know, there's kind of a, a line of the auction winners um, <clears throat> in front of a man at a desk who is, you know, taking uh, their money and arranging for, you know, delivery or packaging of, the, uh, of their, their winnings. Can I try to uh, 
sort of go to the front and uh, sort of excuse myself. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm in a bit of a hurry. Is there, do you mind, ma'am or, or sir? Or it's a, sorry, it's a bit of an emergency. I need to, uh, I need to go. I've just been called. My sister is at the hospital and uh, this gentleman's brought the message and I, I, I need to go there. Um, <laughs> uh, would you care to make a fast talk roll? Uh, uh, the base is five. Could get lucky, but at 96, I'm pretty sure I'm rebuffed. Uh, there are various uh, rude comments made in French about Americans. Oh, <laughs> oh. However, if I can escalate things to intimidate someone, as if saying, <clears throat> you'd better get out of my way. I'm American, or something like that. <laughs> I know the police. <laughs> I'll be rude if you're not careful. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to work. I know, uh, I know. How many penalty dice does he get? <laughs> uh, go right ahead and roll your intimidate. Perhaps I'll pull Slava close to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm by the door. 39. So that is a normal success on intimidate. Uh, additional rude comments are made about Americans. Uh, but... You are allowed forward with much grumbling. Excellent. Uh, are nothing if not polite, I say. <laughs> That's the reputation. Yes, mademoiselle. Uh, your name, please. Yes, yes. Patricia um, <clears throat> Boone. I'm, um, I'm here to collect... Patricia um, uh, Boone. B yes. How do you spell that? B-O-O-N. Lot 23, yes. Lot 23, yes, yes. Uh, $300. Yes, here's my uh, my letter of credit. Ah, yes, thank you. Thank you. He takes it. And uh, where would you like this to be shipped to? I'd like to take it now, please. It's important. I'd like to take it now. Um, certainly, we can have it packed up for you. It will just take a few moments. Uh, there's no need to wrap it up. Uh, as you see, I have a... Uh, Mean of conveyance right here. This nice, lovely <clears throat> name brand purse. Is your purse going to fit all the whole thing, or? Uh, like, I mean, there's like half a dozen, half a dozen ceremonial knives in the lot, right? So. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Um, and the one that you're particularly interested in, the blade is a foot long. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. All right. Well, in that case, I let's scratch that comment. <clears throat> I will say yes, yes. It's uh Please, but uh, speed is of the essence. I, I must leave. Uh, very well, madame, we, but uh, we will pack it well. We would not uh, want you to make any claim on our on our auction for uh, damaged items. If you would just wait over there, please. I will uh, go and tap, 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 tap my foot. Can we see where they are uh, packing up the items? Uh, you can certainly have a look in the back room, and you can see that they are, you know, very carefully wrapping, you know, wrapping and, um, you know, in in soft, you know, wrapping in mm -hmm. wrapping each one individually in soft cloth, and so and I can then, stand close, and then in paper, and then tying mm -hmm. it up, and mm -hmm. 
you know, placing them all in a in a box with dividers and mm-hmm. you know, eventually kind of you know, eventually nailing the box shut and you know, the the whole operation takes maybe 15 minutes. 15 minutes. The day, Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> she continues to be rude. <clears throat> but uh but eventually the box is brought out to you. And let us cut back to the cafe team. Detective DeRose and Mr. Harwick drinking their espresso as uh, Miss LaForge skims the Book of Ibon. Mademoiselle, you look very pale. <laughs> uh, yes, it is very unsettling. I have had this week two completely different changes of my view of the world and this is this is the second i wonder the creatures that uh came to the church was it you you saw them mr harwick no no yes i chased one down even for a bit would you say they were elephantine Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, uh, Jim, I'm looking around the room to see if anybody's noticed us. It wouldn't make a lot of sense, but maybe somebody was watching the bookstore. Spotting of the hidden. Yes, yes. Now that is going to be finally a successful roll. Much surprise of virtually everybody. Uh, even a hard <laughs> successful roll. Uh, you do not see anyone, of course, um, obviously watching. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, elephantine. Yes, those creatures are definitely elephantine. What, what, what else is in the book there of interest? Well, there is also a discussion of a, a knife that needs a heart that can steal the life from a can I tell what it does? Like it takes the life. I mean, any any knife will kill someone if you stab them in the heart. Uh, obviously, this does uh, <laughs> something more than that, presumably. Um. Yes. Uh. So the um the knife, uh, if stabbed into uh, a person's heart just before death. Which obviously would kill them, but you know, <laughs> the point being, you stab them with it before they die, right? Yep. It doesn't work on an already dead heart. <clears throat> um, That's interesting. Okay. Will I? <sighs> cause the heart to remain intact. Mm-hmm. And uh, in perfect condition uh, until a uh, a ritual can be performed known as the blood of the heart, which allows you to um, take the life force of the person whose heart that was and transfer it into someone else. 
which is exactly what I what I was afraid of. This is James of Andrews, a heart must have his life force and with the knife and this ritual they describe, they will take his his soul, his life force, his, his something and put it in a new body. James of Andrew will become back. Do you think they also have this book then? There are copies the, of it. And you said the heart is safe. We? I think so, yes. I mean, it's, how much safer deposit. could it be than in a, in a bank vault? Yeah, indeed. Hmm. As a police detective, would I know of any problems at any banks? Um, um, yes, actually, you would. <laughs> uh, you would know that there was uh, recently an incident uh, just two days ago uh, at the First Bank of Montreal where their vault was broken into and a number of safe deposit boxes were broken open and broken into. Uh, but the bank is keeping it quiet. They don't want that in you know they and you know the police and the you know Pollock kind of no one wants that information to get out because it would uh, create some doubt in people's minds as to the safety of the bank and so it's being kept quiet but yes as a police detective you are you are familiar with that uh the heart isn't being kept at the first bank of montreal is it yes why yeah Hmm. Well, <laughs> it was broken into two days ago. The vault of the safe deposit boxes were broken into. So um, either we should check. Yes, either somebody spoke to somebody, or the Lavoise might have been. The Lavoise kept the key. So it must be somebody, um, was it the father, the other father that went to the bank? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Perhaps he was followed or, or he talked to somebody. Or if it's or perhaps magical, they just know. Perhaps, yes. Yeah, perhaps they just know things. where it is. Detective, I'm, I'm curious, you've, uh, you haven't quite told us how you're involved in all this yet. Um, well, I must admit that I have been following you now for some time. And uh, Mr. Victorian has um, keyed me in on some of this. Um, I wasn't quite sure what your role was at the beginning. but um, We were not either. Well... I must admit, I thought you were quite suspicious, but um, I think hmm. now you are um, on the right track of something. But um, <laughs> I could have gone a lot of different ways. Yeah, <laughs> could have gone a lot of different ways. Um, let us go to the bank. Wait. Yeah. Uh, real quick for uh, Miss LaForge, the the last thing uh, that's about about the uh, the blessed blade of Zhang uh, in the book of Ibon um, is that the the there's one other thing that the knife can be used for and that is that the knife can will will also destroy a heart that it had previously preserved 
Aha. Uh, uh, oh, is that so? Everyone is looking for it. A knife could also perhaps destroy the um, James of Andrew Hart. Huh. Well, we just maybe it's still at the bank, although I'm not hopeful. It seems we need the key. Oh, we can get the key back to the church again. Yes. Yes, um, I'm going to uh, it, it won't matter in the end. Well, maybe it will. I'm going to roll a little psychology roll on uh, this new detective here who seems to be trying to get this information from me a little bit too forcefully. Uh, but I will not succeed. Just a normal failure. It's just sweet innocent. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody. I feel like I've heard that before. Yes, you betrayed the groups in the past. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so you're headed to you're headed to the church to get the safe deposit box key. I guess so. Yeah. I suppose we could go straight to the bank and just say we're looking for a safe deposit box. And well, we have the detective who's just... looking into. It. I mean, the detective presumably. Yeah, he has can some yeah. jump through stuff. Yeah. Unlike at the uh, psychiatric ward, it seems like the detective might have some uh, some pull here. <laughs> Maybe. So, so to the bank. Uh, to the bank. Okay, let's get back to the auction house. Uh, Ms. Boone, you are given a fairly fairly large but carryable with two hands wooden box, <clears throat> and asked to please leave. <laughs> you got it, Mr. Marbury. Uh, we we need to we need to get out the back way. There's some yes. rough-looking men out front. Perhaps you could uh, go I, first I, and see if you can. Yeah, I push. Cat. I just push my way through. Ah, uh, excuse me, sir. This is a private area. We need to get out. Uh, you understand there are many people who are interested in the items that uh, my uh, my employer here purchased, and uh, it, it's quite dangerous for her to go out the front door. And I'll uh, I will put a fast. five fiver in his hand and maybe try a fast talk roll. Uh, not, not a bribe. But okay, uh, fast talk. Uh, I will. I was. I was thinking about giving you a bonus die, and then I thought, well, I should not give you a bonus die because uh, clearly that's not the most expensive lot that's sold here today. Uh, but with the fiver, yeah, you can have a bonus die on your fast talk. Okay, so I actually rolled an O four. Nice. Uh, which is yeah, an extremely critical success. Uh, certainly, sir. Of course, sir. Uh, come this way, please. Okay. And they escort you to the back door, which opens onto an alley. All right. Let's get out of here. As you step out into the alley, you look both ways, and you can see that at each end of the alley, there is a rough-looking man standing there. <laughs> Okay, so I, I, was by, I was by the door, Jim, uh, looking for, you know, looking at those guys that um, just came out from the car. 
So do I see them moving? Are they trying to break in or? So you're uh, you're at the you're at the front the door. Main door. Yes, you're at front, the front door, door, Mr. Boca. Uh, so front you can door. see out. So um, a second truck pulled up. So, you know, in total, right, there was kind of the original uh, six and then another six kind of joined them. Uh, some of them kind of disappeared down down the alleys and kind of down the side streets. Uh, and then out front, not they're not standing like directly in front of, you know, the the shop. But they are, you know, kind of interspersed and arrayed up and down the street. Um, eight of them in front of the shop, um, you know, kind of spread out along the entire block, you know, st standing in and, you know, standing, smoking, trying and failing to look nonchalant. Okay, so here's the, the deal. So I know that Miss um, Boom and Pierce are going through the back. So since I went around the building, I will go, I will start walking toward that direction. Okay. Um, how many? How many of these guys are standing, on, on you know nearby uh, that corner? Yep. So you make your you know so you you make your way you know around the corner, and you can see there's you know there's one person kind of standing right in the mouth of the alley, mm -hmm. on this side, you know, and then another person, you know, not right in the mouth of the alley, but you know, kind of like halfway down the. The alley block, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so one in in the middle of the alley and the other one right yep. at the corner. So I yep. will approach the one in the corner and and I will pull out a cigarette. My hand is on my brass knuckles. Uh my right my right hand. And I will pull out with my left a cigarette. Do you have a light, sir? Okay. Um let us go into Dex order. So uh, you do that. Uh, he says something in French and looks away. Uh, Mr. Marbury, you step out. You see the uh, two at each end of the the alleyway. Yeah, my uh, my hand goes to my pistol under my jacket, and uh, while I don't pull it out completely, I. Uh, Grab, uh, sorry, I keep forgetting Steve's Patricia. character's name. Yeah, Patricia's arm, and I boldly step towards one end of the alley. Okay, um, why don't you give me a sub-party luck roll? Uh, okay, mine's at fifty-five. No, 40, 46. 46. Still at nine. An eight! Zero eight! <laughs> Somehow, miraculously <laughs> headed towards the end of the alley where Volkov is. Uh, Miss Boone, I assume you're going with uh, Mr. Marbury? I am. I am. Is there uh, probably not a way to hoist this up on uh, one shoulder or anything like that? Hold it in one arm while I reach no, my you purse. No, you you really it's it's big enough. Yeah. You have to hold it. Yeah, you can have yeah. with two hands. Got it. Um, as you step out into the alleyway and you start heading down <coughs> that direction, um, the guy at the end of the alley uh, calls out and 
starts heading towards you. Um, Mr. Volkov, the uh, the gentleman you are with, uh, says something rude and steps towards steps away from you, turns his back towards you, steps towards the alleyway, mm -hmm. and it's your go, Mr. Volkov. So I will hit in the back with my brass knuckles as hard okay. as I can. You can have a bonus die. Okay. Uh, to help good. Okay. It's a normal success. Well, actually a hard success. Okay. So it's, let's see. It's a uh, roll. It's going to be three plus one, four plus. 16 points of damage. Sorry. Did you say 10? 10, yes. So it's a 1d3 and I got a 3 plus 1 plus 1 damage bonus, which is 1d6. He just drops like a <laughs> sack of potatoes. Well done. <laughs> Mr. Marbury. Okay, so I'm making my way towards this guy. Is he armed? Um. Not that you can see. Okay. Well, I'm going to just aggressively move towards him sort of in an intimidating fashion. And, um, you know, if he seems like he's about to come towards me or attack me, I'll pull the pistol out. Okay. Uh, he come, he, he, uh, Ms. Boone, you're continuing to follow Mr. Marbury. Yes. I will, uh, glance over my shoulder too, as I do to see if, uh, the fellow at the other end is, Hurdling towards us or, or what? Uh, okay. Uh, the guy in front of you calls out something in French. And yes, Ms. Boone, you can see the uh, guy at the other end of the alley turns and starts coming down uh, behind you. Uh, and the guy in front of you, uh, Mr. Marbury, pulls out a knife. Mr. Volkov, you see the guy who was at the mouth of the alley uh, ahead of you disappear up the alley. Okay, I rush behind him. Okay. And sure enough, you can see he has a knife out. He is headed towards Marbury and Boone. And someone mm -hmm. out and another uh, rough-looking gentleman is coming up behind them in the alleyway. Mr. Marbury. Yeah, so I... Does this guy, like, move towards me, or...? Oh, yes. He, he has a knife out, and he is coming towards you. Okay. Um... I'll pull my pistol out and yell at him to step aside in an intimidating fashion. Uh, would you care to roll your intimidating fashion? I, I would like to do that. I fail. Okay. <clears throat> Ms. Boone. He is behind us. Uh, does this fellow seem like he's close enough to uh, give it a go this time, or is he still a little, little bit down the alley? Um, I think we will say that uh, he was walking, so he is not close enough to do any stabbing at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but one way or the other, he absolutely will be in the next round. He himself has a, uh, <clears throat> a knife out, eh? And if you turn around and look behind you, yes, the guy behind you uh, also has a knife out and starts jogging towards you. Okay. Yeah, so there's only two, right? There's the one ahead of us. Who is okay? So he's not um, okay. So I will, I suppose, drop my parcel rather quickly and pull my gun out of my purse. 
at the one uh, and pointed at the one behind us. I say stop right there. Uh, they both charge towards you, Mr. Volkov. So I will pull out my knife now and I will get the knife uh, in the back of the guy that is uh, with Pierce. Uh, you'll, you can run and get there next round. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, Mr. Marbury. I guess if he's coming towards me and not flinching, then uh, I, I'm gonna. You see, Mr. You see, Mr. Volkov yeah. coming up behind him as well. Okay, I'm I'm gonna try to uh, distract him the best I can uh, without getting. Sorry, I lost you there without getting. Might have lost him. Cliff, cliffhanger. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I thought he was going to distract him by shooting him in the face, but apparently not. <laughs> you guys can't. Yes. Can oh, you not hear me? Yeah, we we can't hear you now. Okay. I'm going to basically wave the gun, you know, just out of range. I'm going to menacingly point it at him to distract him while Volkov comes up behind him. Okay. Trying to distract him. Um, make another intimidate roll. No. Okay. Uh, Ms. Boone. Um, I will step in front of the, uh, the package and uh, try to intimidate this guy as well uh, with the size of my gun and also my loud voice. <laughs> Your Americanness. My Americanness and uh, maybe cocking it would be would be good. Stop there now. Uh, intimidate. Ah uh, no. Uh, the guy in front of you, uh, Mr. Marbury, you may make a dodge roll or fight back if you wish. Uh, I'll dodge. No, I get stabbed. Uh, he actually got an extreme success. <gasps> I do yeah, apologize. I, that's right. <laughs> Uh, you may have seven points of damage. Ouch. No. No. I presume that's a con roll for you. That's 70% of my health. Uh, I pass right out. 99. Wow. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Uh, Mr. Marbury is down. Uh, Ms. Boone, the uh, the behind gentleman, you may uh, dodge or fight back as you wish. <clears throat> um, I think I'm dodging. Ah, excellent. That is um, a hard success. Uh, very good. You, you're pretty certain that if you had not dodged out of the way, he would have tagged you pretty good. Uh, Mr. Volkov, you see Mr. Marbury uh, stabbed in the gut and go down. Mm -hmm. And with all my anger, I will attack this guy from behind with my knife. Let's see. So that is 
Uh, hard success. Uh, you can have a bonus die for stabbing him from behind. Yes, I uh, I was using the bonus die already. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's a hard success. Okay. <laughs> Roll yourself some damage. Okay, so let's see. So 1d6 and 1d8. I will roll them together this time. Seven points only. Okay. Uh, he is fairly badly hurt. Um, does not go down. Uh, I cannot Mr. believe I roll a one on my d8. Mr. Marbury <laughs> is unconscious. Ms. Boone. Um, can I club this guy with my gun? I'm afraid to uh, start shooting in broad daylight. Sure. Okay. Uh, I do not. Okay. Um, the uh, gentleman in front will turn and uh, slash at Mr. Volkov. If you would care to dodge or fight back. Oh, it's totally fight back. So, no bonus die this time. He's a normal success. Uh, he gets a hard success. You may have four points of damage. Okay. And Ms. Boone, would you care to dodge or fight back as your gentleman stabs at you? I'd love to dodge. And I do not. Come on. Right. Come on. Nope. Sorry. Uh, you may have five points of damage. Okay. Should have shot him. Should have shot him. Well, if I can stay awake, that's what he's getting next time. And I do. One more out of 50. Mr. Volkov. Okay, another attack with my knife. I will have to burn some lock to make it as a normal success. Okay. Okay. Damage. Okay. Let's see. No, another one again. Four oh. points of damage. Uh, he is very, very badly wounded, but somehow manages to still be on his feet. <laughs> Ms. Boone. Okay, so um, it's okay to use a uh, revolver in melee, correct or not correct? Point blank. Uh, you were trying to club him with it, so yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so I'd like to shoot this guy. Already in your hand, just shoot him. It is. I'd like to shoot three times, which normally goes uh, like regular one penalty, two penalties. But is there any adjustment because of point blank? Uh, well, you would get a bonus die for each of those. So it would be bonus die, regular, single penalty die. Okay. Let's give that a go then. Ah, first one misses. Ah. The next one misses. Come on for a miracle with the penalty die. No. And the last one misses. Oh. That, that oh happens to mean people. <laughs> yes, it does. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
point blank. Um, can I get a listen roll from Detective DeRose, Mr. Harwick, and Ms. LaForge as they <laughs> step out of the taxi uh, at the bank two blocks down? Yes. Normal success. I hear something. Sounds like gunshots. <laughs> yes. You hear a series of three gunshots. I run. And they're unencumbered by, say, a human body. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Did you hear that? It's a gun. Yes. Gun. It sounded like a gun. Um, Mr. Volkov, your gentleman will will stab at you if you would care to dodge or mm-hmm. fight back. Fight back. Go right ahead. Normal success. Roll damage. Nice. Oh, die. Ten points. <laughs> oh yes, there is no question in your mind. Yeah, I will. Okay. Slash through his throat. There's a spray of blood, and he falls to the ground with a gurgle. Miss um, Boone. I'd like to dodge this guy. Or is it my attack? No, it's it's your dodging turn. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Maybe two dead people in this alley or three. I fail. Uh he misses. Mr. Volkov. Well, uh I will rush towards the the other guy and and shoot him. I guess since the shooting already started. I will okay. pull out my gun and shoot at him. Go right ahead. First one is a success. The roll second. Second is not a success with the penalty die. And let me use two penalty dice for the third shot. And that one is not a success. Sorry, uh, Miss Boom. So for the revolver, 1d10 plus 2. 12 points of damage. Who needs three shots? Yeah, as long (laughs) as you don't shoot me, I'm okay. (laughs) Uh, He falls to the ground dead. Uh, Detective DeRose, Mr. Harwick, Ms. LaForge, you hear another set of three shots. Uh, You, you know, you, you get, you know, a block down. You can see the block ahead of you. There's you know, a number of people kind of standing around looking confused. And there's kind of eight rough looking dock workers uh, standing, you know, kind of spread out along the block who, who look up, look around and start heading down towards a particular alleyway. Uh, is there a police call box or... Do you know what I mean? Uh, yes, there is. All right, I'm going to rush over and call in for backup. Okay. I will follow the hoodlums because... We sure. don't even know they went to an auction, right? No, that is correct. You do not know cool. that. Yes. Although you do know we're no longer at the library, which is the last place we went. <laughs> it's a big city, though. There are lots of <laughs> other... <laughs> 
Yeah, just yeah. assume it's you. <laughs> right. I smell smoke. <laughs> um, in the alleyway, Mr. Volkov, Mr. Boone, Ms. Boone, there are three dead dock workers at your feet and a unconscious Mr. Marbury. Yes. So I will try to slap him to, to wake him up. Uh, Pierce, wake up. And I will burn, yeah, I will burn 10 points of luck to make it a success. Okay. So Mr. I don't Marbury. have to carry him around. Mr. I Marbury, you can, you can have a hit point back. Sorry. I will reload, is what I was trying to say. Does that make me conscious? Yes. Okay. Oh, I guess I should have shot him. Let's go back. Let's, let's go back to the auction place. Oh, I gotta get this wound. Oh. Let's go through the main door. No, no, no. The back door here in the alley. No. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let's get back and then let's leave through the main door. You don't understand, lady. Let's hurry up. <laughs> I will uh, put my gun up, grab the parcel, and. Uh... Do as he says. Okay. Uh, you go back to, you go, I mean, it's not, you know, not more than a few steps away, the back door to uh, the Duplace Antique Store. And what, knock? Maybe pound. Is it, is it not open? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is up to you, Volkov, I guess. I have the package in my hands. Help, help, open up. Uh, how can we open this door from, from here, Jim? Uh, you could ask politely the people inside to open it, or you could break it down. Uh, locksmith? No, 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 we don't have time. They're trying to kill us. Help, open the door. Thieves, murderers. <laughs> <laughs> Persuade well, roll. Of course, we are the murderers, I suppose. <laughs> they are the thieves. Persuade. Uh... With the bonus die. Oh, thank God. Ha ha ha. Thank you, bonus die. It's a uh, zero six, which makes it a uh, still a normal success. I have base. Yes, come in, come in. Such ruffians. I've never seen such violence. And they, they let you into the shop and. Lock the door behind you. Nice. So we'll make it, I guess, to the front door. Okay. And come on, up. come on, bitch. Don't be a slacker. Hurry up. <laughs> Call the inside. police. Call the police. Yes, yes, we already have. Okay. Into the back, out to the front. Uh, you go you go out the front. Um, Detective DeRose, Mr. Harwick, and Ms. LaForge, you see kind of all the ruffians uh, disappear um, around the corner down the alleyway and from a particular uh, storefront, they sign labeled Duplice Auction Store, comes Mr. Volkov, Mr. Marbury, looking somewhat worse for wear, and Ms. Boone, carrying a large wooden box. I slap myself upside the head. <laughs> It is. 
I've got this big book in my. <laughs> Is there a taxi arms. nearby? Uh, absolutely, you can grab a taxi. We will flag a taxi for our group to jump into. Okay, and where are you having that taxi take you to? Well, I think we're just going to drive around for a few minutes to see if anybody follows us. Okay, jump into a taxi, take off, and I think that's a good place to end it for the moment. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. Very nice. Yes. Thank God for Sasha. <laughs> you uh Slava. You look a little Slava. worse. Yeah. <laughs> you saved my life, Thank God for what this is. What is wrong with you, Americans? <laughs> well, I was trying to be civilized, but <laughs> I'm rude you brought the, the gun to the knife fight and then didn't use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Could could someone take take a look? I appear to be bleeding badly. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to get myself to a doctor. We'll have to pay soon. extra for the ride. You're bleeding all over the guy's taxi. <laughs> uh, it was good. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Bye.